We're recording episode five of Alex from the Bottom. Season two. Don't forget that. All right. We're going to start from a different bottom. This is going to be where Alex hits rock bottom. So, Alex, well, spoiler alert. If you do not want to hear this, then stop listening for five seconds and I'll, you know, say tiger after you can listen. There will be, um, the story will be not, not complicated. So that, that's all. Tiger. Okay. So, we're gonna go from before, like, five months before the baker made Alex get fat with vitamin water, Powerade, and Gatorade, and all the sports drinks. So, a few months before... Alex had hit rock bottom, or a few weeks before. But five months ago is when it started. So, um, one day Alex was in his house and stuff, and he he overheard his parents' conversation. And, well, he heard that they were going to send him to, um, manor school to learn his manners. And he did not like that. Like, not like it. So... Uh, he was very disappointed. And he also heard that they were going to give him chopsticks to eat that night. And, like, he had to eat a hamburger with chopsticks. And, like, that that's just stupid. So... He also would have to use chopsticks for everything. Unless it was something that, like, you can't eat without either a spoon or, like, a a smoothie, for example. You can't eat a smoothie with chopsticks. I mean, you could. You could grab the little bits and pull them up. But that was not the case. So Alex... And they gave him a tablet and used to all of the computers. And Alex was not a very smart kid. I mean, he was not as smart as the average eight-year-old. So he's like, oh boy, I'm going to play video games all day. So he ate video games all day and he didn't eat a lot of food or enough food. So he became depressed and lonely and, you know, he, he got in trouble at school because he, he took his tablet 
to school and played video games, and then he was, went to the principal's office and had a discussion, and wasn't very pleasant. So his life became, well, it was becoming a little darker. So, what what his parents were doing was not a good solution at all. I mean, it it. They were just putting Alex in a situation where he had to, if if he wasn't mature enough and he just wants to have fun and now you're giving him access to the video games, if he's just going to play them, then, you know, I guess it's, it's a way to shit or teach kids that, like, they can't always you know, play video games and stuff, but it's not the best way, and, well, the principal wasn't going to tell his parents what to do, um, that's just, that's, eh, that's not really what, uh, no, it, it, that's just not, not right, the, 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 but the principal was concerned about the way they were I mean, he was concerned about something, like, he didn't know what was about all the stuff he had, all the video games and access to everything. And he had been turning in homework late, too, so, you know, he was concerned or something suspicious was going on, and he knew it. So he, he asked them if anything had changed, and they're like, no? And he's like, how have you been treating him? And are like, just the same. Same as always. And he's like, hmm, well, I don't know. Let's see if it gets worse. But of course it's not going to get worse. But it did. The next day, his uncle died. And, well, his uncle was third most important person in his life so he was not he was very upset um so it's kind of if you were to if if your uncle is not the third most important person in your life then maybe maybe this is how it would feel like how Alex felt. His, both of his grandparents dying. Or something like that. But those things are terrible things. And if you are experiencing that, or have experienced, or probably will experience, which in fact I think almost a lot of people will experience that, including me, like, then... Hopefully it's not too tough, but for Alex, it was tough. Very tough. So, well, he he became really depressed. His parents are like, well, it's his choice. And they're like, you don't have to play video games all day. You know, you have homework. You have responsibilities, Alex. Okay? Just know that. I want you to know that. And that's what they told him. And he's, he just continued the same, you know. He's like, what's that supposed to mean? Um, 
so Alex was not doing well. Uh, he he just started to not care about things, and then uh, school started up, and there was a new kid, and he was a big bully, big bad bully like he was the meanest roughest and toughest kid and like it it was like nothing alex had ever seen the kid ripped his hoodie and alex felt so bad about his uncle and his hoodie and his chopsticks and hamburgers he gave up he just gave up. When he got home from school, he sat down on the couch and gave up. And that was over three months. There was still two more months till rock bottom. Because, like, it was a, a billion foot drop. So, you know, he couldn't just hit rock bottom so fast. But he was going too soon. So, Alex went to school the next day. He was forced to, at least his parents kind of forced him. And then he he was driven to school and the bully was waiting for him or everybody at the entrance so he could beat him up or tell them something mean. But when he saw him, he's like, Hey, wimp, give me your lunch money. And that was just when he he just turned around and started walking back home. But his home was, was very far away. I mean, for a walk, it was four miles, you know. So walking four miles, like, that that's... I mean, that's how much Alex did not care. Like, he just, he, like, that was, that, that made him get, um, that was, that was the, one of the events that just, he wanted to leave the school so badly after his hoodie. And then after this, he was angry, sad, pressed that was the end of it the only thing that is left is terrified scared and he was like slightly scared but terrified is what was missing so he walked down there was a drunk guy who was in the sidewalk and started to yell at Alex. And Alex just, he just stood stood there. So the guy came over and punched him in the face. And Alex just didn't care. So the drunk guy eventually left because he thought Alex was dead. And then... Five hours later, actually two hours later, his 
the his teacher called his parents saying, "Is is Alex supposed to be absent?" And they said, "No, I don't know what's going on." Then, one hour and a half after that, the police was just driving by. They found him laying there on the ground, and he he might have even been、um, knocked out, or he was could have had a concussion. I mean, the guy. I mean, he hurt him pretty badly. So the police、uh, called an ambulance over and asked him if he was okay and stuff, and if he felt dizzy and he. He just stood, sat there. He sat up when the police came, and he just stared at him like the police was the one who had lost his mind. And well, the police was just so confused, worried too, of course. So he just asked them if there was a number he could call. Or anything, and of course his parents were already at school looking for him and stuff. And they were worried. They started to search the block.、And、then the ambulance got there, and they got him on and examined him. And yes, he did have a concussion, moderate though, but it was. It was enough for make him be unconscious for a few minutes. So, and at the hospital, turns out there had been a robbery, and he was forced to leave and stay home, and the headaches he got were like nothing he had ever, never ever had. I mean, unless he had gotten a con- con- concussion before, he probably wouldn't have had headaches that were this bad. And so he was he he needed to leave, but the nobody knew where his parents were. So the parents called the city, and they're like, "We have a missing child," and like. We don't know where he is. So the city's like they looked at the cases and and well, Alex had given his name to the the nurses at the hospital and they had written it down. And so the city's like, well, there there's a kid lying on the ground. His name was Alex, and um. Any questions about it? And they're like, "How far for from he was he from McGillivray Middle School?" And they're like, "One mile." And they're like, "Bring him to us." And they told him their address. And the next, the next few hours, Alex was. At his home, and stuff, and his parents were just like, I, "I, we have to make sure this doesn't happen again." Um, so they were extremely 
worried. And he had been at the hospital for a few days until the robbery. Um, so that was about one week. So then his parents are like, you got to go to school. So they, they drove him there and walked him into the school and into his classroom and dropped him off there. Then the big bully came in. So Alex said that he needed to use the bathroom and he left the school again. And he knew the drunk guy might be there again. So he took a left instead of going forward after taking a right at the entrance of the school. So when he took the left, he just kept on, kept on going and going. And then he found a a neat little spot with some grass and some cement and it was empty and it was nice so we just sat down and just just laid down and was there for a while and he was in a really uncomfortable position but he didn't care he did not care at all at all so then someone walking by asked him where his parents were. And he said, well, 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 okay, okay, okay. Look, that that's it. That's that's all you're going to ask me? It's the only question you could ask me that I don't have an answer to. And he was, his face was still facing the ground in the same position. So the person is like, are, are you okay? And he's like, that I can answer. No. They're like, do you need help in a way? And he's like, well, I mean, uh, medically, maybe, maybe. I don't think so, though. I definitely do not think so. So, he, he was, again, again, he found himself. And in the same situation. Then it was time that the kids at McGilvreth Elementary would have to leave because the day was over. And then that's what made his day like it made his day like it, the opposite of made his day it like killed his day he saw the bully around the corner and face him and then he's like you're just so stupid you didn't even know where school is and then he went over and grabbed his shoe and threw it at him and he didn't care 
So after he had thrown him into the street, and a car had honked at him, he left. So then the person in the car called the police. When the police got there, they're like, "Let's call an ambulance." And of course, he had missed the whole school day. So, you know, the principal has call had called his parents, and then. Parents had come. They couldn't find him, and they asked the city again, and they're like, and they they told them the cases about the boy named Alex. And this time, they got his picture, so it would come with the case. And they're like, or it it would come in the article from the newspaper, like they could. That it wouldn't just be a first name, but they never got his last name. They were never able to get it out of him, and it's not like he was a criminal and he was didn't want to tell them or something. He just didn't care to tell them because he didn't care if his parents were there or anything. So. His mom decided she would drive around the whole city, every block. She did it in ten hours. She covered every single street in the city. So she had basically seen every single ev everything. She had seen all of all of the city. And she drove by the hospital, all of the hospitals, all of the places, and everywhere. And she found him. She took him home, and she she told the principal he's gonna be absent for we don't know how long. And that was the rest of the week. So, <sighs> he went over as he passed a bakery shop. He wanted to get some Powerade. So they went in, bought some Powerade at a bakery. Yep. At a bakery, Powerade at a bakery. I mean, some bakeries just have their little thing with drinks, and yeah, Powerade was in there. So they got Powerade. Both of them had some croissants, and so his mom just took him out for the day, doing whatever he wanted to, to see if that would cheer him up. But well, it turns out. He wanted to go to the graveyard and see his uncle. When they got there, he ran straight ahead, right to the tombstone, and slammed his head into it so hard he cracked it, and he cracked his skull. Now this was a 
very major concussion. He went to the hospital again. They had to keep him there for the next month. And he couldn't move or anything. He was just... That was just the bonk that really threw everything out. And then he released, and then he was able to, you know, move a little again. Still very stiff, and he had spent month a month in in a bed, in a hospital bed, with wires and stuff tangled all around him. So he just, he didn't care. So one day, he, he just got up and limped out of the hospital. Because he was bored and stuff. But, and then he ran into police. He was only ten feet away from rock bottom. Ten words. Police said, what are you doing out here? That's three words. Four words, actually, sorry. And then, wait, 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 guys. Okay. What, one, are, two, you, okay, you, three, Doing, four, out, okay, well, there are six. <sighs> okay, anyway, then he said, how did you get, and then he paused, but that was already ten words. Alex knew he didn't needed to do something, so he just ran back into the hospital, got in his bed, and decided he was gonna he was going to care, be responsible. Thanks for listening. Tune in for episode six, season number two.